around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. Here we are again to share with you wonderful things from the Word of God that we have proven in our own life <laughs> that these things will work for you from the Word of God. You know, the the Bible says, I think it's in the book of Hebrews, that God couldn't swear by anything other than His name and His Word. And so we know that the name of Jesus and your Bible is God's proofed and promise and covenant back to you. So we're going to talk about these good things. Always remember that you can find us at terrymize.com and terrymizeministries.org and all of our meeting schedule and products and uh, you can leave your prayer requests. You can communicate with us there on the website as well as at terrymize.com and the information to call our office if you need to speak with one of our staff. We are so glad that you are there and we're talking to you as Terry prayed here earlier, he and I together, before we even started the podcast, we are believing God with you that what we say today will be just the manna, the fresh manna for today that you need. Well, let's get right into the Word of God, darling. Let's talk about the good things that God's done already. We've just uh, gotten home last night, late last night, (laughs) and so here we are again today, and we leave again tomorrow, so... Yeah, one more time. Yeah, one more really. time. We flew in from Mexico yesterday, got in last night, as you said. Tremendous time in Mexico, tremendous ministry. And I preached uh, on Sunday. I preached to 5,000 people in three different services. And uh, we saw God bless them and lift them and love them and heal them. And, and uh, a lot of salvations. There was, I think you and I lost count at about 40 uh, salvations. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. 40 people coming to the Lord. The Bible oh, says heaven wonderful. rejoices over That's that. Right. The church doesn't always get excited no. over it, but Heaven rejoices when a soul comes to the Lord. And we had 40 salvations or 40 plus uh, Sunday. Thank God. And of course, uh, we were down there earlier in the week for our dear friend, our mentor, our spiritual father, uh, our dear friend, Wayne Myers. Wayne. Uh, turned 96 years old, yes, his 96th birthday, and uh, still going strong. He preached uh, uh, service Sunday night and uh, uh, raised money for a pastor there in Mexico that's trying right. to trying to uh, build buy a property to build a building. Right. And uh, three people actually gave their homes. Three Isn't people actually put up their home. Now, I don't know if it's the home they live in or another yeah. home they, they have or what, but uh, the yeah. pastor of the church put his home up and two other people in the church put their homes up uh, to something? sell to raise money to buy this new property for the church. So I just think that's tremendous. You know, Brother Wayne has preached and lived the lifestyle of living to give. Uh, all the years I've known him, and Renee, I've known him for 50 years. I that's met right. him when I was 18. I'm 68 now. I met him in 1968. It's 2018 now. So I've known him for 50 years, and he's lived living to give. He's preached living to give. He's demonstrated. And then he himself, during the offering that he was uh, uh, preaching, raising money, he committed a million pesos uh, <laughs> to the thing himself. Himself, right. which is about uh, what five thousand dollars, maybe. I'd have to stop and think about it. Oh. But uh, or maybe fifty thousand dollars. I think it's fifty thousand. It no, it's fifty thousand. He committed 000. a million pesos, which right now is fifty thousand uh, dollars, to buy that property. Here, this is coming from a ninety-six-year-old faith faith missionary, 
And um, anyway, so we, we had a great time and a great success in Mexico. And as you said, just got back last night, and it was just a tremendous time. You know, we see lots of friends when we're there. Some of those pastors have known me since I was 18 years old. I saw, I saw Brother Fidel. Uh, from um, uh, from Oaxaca, and uh, I don't know how old Brother Fidel is now. He must be about the same age as Brother Wayne. And uh, you know, Brother Brother Fidel knew me when I was nine, 18 years old. And so I see so many friends were down there. Now you you've got friends down there too. You've been going with me now for four years almost. Oh, yeah. And uh, next Monday will be our fourth uh, wedding anniversary. Right. And so you've been going with me almost four years. Yeah, I've made some uh, new friends down there. Wonderful. We got married in September, and, and I think I took you to Mexico immediately in November. Right, for my birthday. It was for my birthday. Yeah, we were preaching. <laughs> it was it was November 2nd on your birthday. We were preaching down there. Right. And you begin to meet friends at that point. And you've got great friends now all over that beautiful nation, that lovely Wonderful land. Folks. Land that's never had revival. But uh, I believe it's coming. I believe it's got to come. I believe there's no choice. It must come to, to Mexico. And it may be the last great revival on the planet Earth. It, it, uh, but it's got to come. Well, Mexico needs a lot of help, and they need uh, more and more and more of what they've got. They've got some wonderful pastors, as Terry was saying, and their wives and the works of God. The church, like Terry said, I think at the beginning, the church he ministered on in Sunday, longtime friends, they have a, at least 5,000 people, and this, each of the three services were packed. And there are numerous churches like that all over Mexico City. and But they're all doing different works. They're all doing different uh, focus in different parts of town. But God is using uh, the churches and the pastors there. And I just feel like if, if they'll... If there will be more, if they'll pour on the coals oh, more. absolutely. There, and, and that's what you're looking for. Brother Wayne has trained those people down there. And this is something that that really we need to focus on. Brother Wayne has taught those Mexican pastors how to have integrity, how to handle their money, how to, how to raise money, and how to do it honestly and not do it, you know, through uh, manipulation or coercion, but to really do it from a higher standard than... I think what most people in the ministry uh, are used to. And so those pastors have seen enough now to where they see other pastors that have succeeded in the method that Brother Wayne has told them to till now. I believe there's more and more people that are looking uh, to follow the Lord in ministry and to do great works. Uh, we just met some young pastors at his house the other day young ministers and we were there leaving and they were uh, all excited they had come, moved from California to Mexico yeah. and they were getting ready to start a new work there in Mexico and I thought what a wonderful thing and then to have Wayne as a mentor to guide them oh, and show them Young people, like I guess they were late 20s, early 30s, and just amazing. I just envied their their excitement and their wisdom to sit at the feet of Wayne oh, yeah. and to no, let him guide that's, them that's that's and, and do that. And so, they're, uh, you know, when you're praying over the world, and I would encourage all of you, I just want to give a commercial here for prayer. Set up a place in your home somewhere, um, even if it's in your pantry or laundry room, <laughs> set up a place where you can put a, a map of the world. You have some pens and places and hang up your missionary letters. That's what I did at my house uh, years ago. Uh, I, I had a place and that I put all my missionary letters in a folder and then I had them right there where I 
I could leaf through them while I was praying. I had a globe. I had pen and paper. I had a map up on the wall. And I sat there in my rocking chair. And I had my time of prayer where I prayed. And I and it's like you have your own business. You work for God in prayer. And I want to encourage all of you to do that. You don't have to light candles. <laughs> and you don't have to turn the lights down low. You can just get in there, you and Jesus. And you can change the destiny of nations with oh, your that's prayers. That's absolutely right. You know. That's absolutely right. You know, um, talking about the offering Brother Wayne took up the other night for the churches, you know there's parts of Mexico City and other parts around Mexico that the churches can't even talk about money publicly because the cartels are so strong and involved and they'll come in and steal the money or try to rob the church. Of course, uh, if you had some good Word of Faith folks in there that knew how knew their spiritual authority, that that backfire on the bad guys. But uh, but even while he was raising that huge offering, he didn't even know how much the final total was because right. they didn't total it publicly right. because they didn't want uh, the cartels information. The they can't drug tell the guys there in the there in the neighborhood to know what yeah. was raised. So just I, I, my heart just goes it. out and my admiration yeah. just goes out to these pastors and these churches that That's just right. just plug along and just keep going and just just I mean they've got their They've got fire in their bones and their face set like a That's flint right. that they're going to get That's the will right. of God done, even if the cartels are in the neighborhoods. Uh, they're going to do the job anyway. But, you know, <laughs> it was right. such a great trip. Well, uh, Brother Wayne had a, had a, we had a dinner for him on uh, Thursday night, uh, a taquiza, which means a taco dinner. And so we had a taco dinner for about 120 people mm-hmm. uh, and and honored him at that at that dinner with uh, there while we right. had a great taco meal. Then the next morning we had a breakfast for him uh, with about uh, almost six hundred pastors. Uh, I thought there was six hundred. Somebody told me they thought the uh, count was five thirty two or five forty two or something like that. So I don't know how many were there, but there was between five and six hundred people. Pastors that Wayne has creased are touched. Just like he's creased my life and touched my life on these 50 years, that he's touched and trained and creased and ministered to those Mexican pastors all these years. Uh, and, and, and many of them, you know, he's, he's responsible for getting them a church and getting them, uh, you know, through these years of ministry. Uh, and, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, then we actually went over to his house one night and uh, there was just two, there was 22 people of us. And I guess everybody probably was from the United States, except maybe, maybe one. Maybe our brother Christian Burgos from Peru was there, mm-hmm. uh, so he'd have been from Peru. He was. We were just with him in Peru two two weeks or three weeks ago, uh, ministering the Word of God, and he came down for Brother Wayne's birthday. But the rest of us were probably all uh, Americans or uh, North Americans or Gringos, and uh, we just sat there in his living room and just crowded up. I mean, it's not a very big room. We crowded twenty two people in there and. And brought chairs in and set some chairs in the doorway and what have you. But, uh, and, and, and all those people are our friends. I mean, we know all those people. One was a missionary couple from, from Kenya, which you and I gave a car to a couple of years ago. Right. Uh, and uh, then a couple uh, from uh, um, Colombia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Manderfields, Jerry and Barbara, who run Christ for the Nations in, right. in Medellin, Colombia. And we were there in March, right. ministered for them. And so these are dear friends of ours. And then the the, the cherry on top 
was Brother Bob Nichols was yes. there, Pastor Bob Nichols from Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, only pastor cathedral, Calvary Cathedral's ever had. He's pastored that church, Renee, for 54 years. That's just 54 amazing. years pastor yes. the same church. Uh, never had another Wonderful pastor. Man. Bob's a tremendous man of God. I have known him for, I just don't know how many years. I know I've known him since the, since the early 70s, so right. probably 45 years maybe I've known him. 50 years I've known Brother Wayne. What an honor it was to sit in that room. Right. With Wayne Myers, uh, 71 years in Mexico, right. preaching the gospel. With Brother Bob Nichols, uh, 54 years, pastor in the same church. That's a lot of wisdom. No, that's right. And those two men are just, I mean, they just, they're just drenched with wisdom. I mean, they just drip wisdom. Yeah. And just tremendous right. things. And, and Brother Bob Nichols, some of the things he said to us is, well, he said, you know, everybody fails. He said, every ministry fails, every Christian fails. But he said, you know what? You don't fail when you fail. That's right. He said, you only fail when you quit. When you quit. That, that's worth a million dollars, Renee. No, that's right. some of those young ministers right. to tell those young ministers something like that, uh, just to speak into their lives and say, hey, you haven't failed. Just because you failed doesn't mean that you're, doesn't mean that you're done because you, uh, you haven't failed when you fail. You fail when you quit. And then he also made a statement. He said, the power of God that, that started, that God, the power that God started you with that's is right. the same power he same wants you to power. finish with. What that's is right. that worth to a young minister? What, what in the world? That <laughs> no, kind that, of wisdom. Right. You don't get that kind of wisdom from pulpits today. You know, you hear some guys that are there that uh, copy some sermons or, or write down some quotes of people they don't know. These are people we know personally and have known personally for decades. You right. and Dean knew, knew uh, uh, Bob Nichols years ago, and Jackie and I, of course, knew him years ago. And now you and I are still his friends. And Dean and Jackie no, have been on right. to heaven, but we're still friends with Bob and Joy Nichols and, uh, and their great church there. And, uh, uh, in, in Fort Worth, just a, just a powerful, powerful time. And uh, something else he said I was thinking of even earlier today. Um, uh, he said, he said, God always had, no matter what the circumstances, listen to this, no matter what the circumstances, God always has one more miracle, and that miracle's for you. No, that's right. Yeah, that's powerful. He yeah, just says so many one-liners. You get around he and Brother Wayne, and they just sit there and just emote <laughs> one-liners that most people would write a book on or, or you know, develop a no, sermon, absolutely. and they're just sitting there using them in conversation. Yeah, they're just, exactly. You know, they're just you know, Brother Wayne had said to us, Brother Wayne made this statement to us. He said, uh, uh, he said, faith and reason cannot live together, have no business together, have right, nothing to right. do with each other, and can't right. dwell in the same house. Right. <laughs> Faith and reason are enemies. Right. And he said, you know, reason says two plus two is four, and four plus four is eight, and you'll never have enough. Right. And faith says two plus two plus God is enough to do anything. That's exactly right. That's so good. That's just so powerful. I mean, people need to know that. People need to hear that. People need to understand that. Yeah. That faith is a force of Almighty God, and uh, it operates all by itself. It operates from the Word of God. Faith right. comes by hearing the Word. And that reason comes out of your mind, comes out of your head, and uh, that reason will never get a faith feat done. And reason's fine. We don't want people to be stupid. But, but reason will only take you so far, but it'll never see into the future and see the vision and see what, what could be done by the supernatural. And faith does nothing except see the supernatural. No, that's exactly right. You know, the Spirit of God speaks through those two men so profoundly in such an amazing way that when they, they talk about, what was that thing he said too about, and I, I know a lot of you, most of you don't know Brother Wayne, you don't know where he's come from, you don't know the, all the history about that, 
But there's something about being around a man of God of his stature that has done what he's done, that when he opens his mouth, there's just an anointing <laughs> on almost right. everything that he says. And it, I, he says... And in 96, I mean, he's just talking all the time, wanting to yeah. get the word out uh, and, and, and impart into the lives of whoever he's with. One of the things he said, and I believe this will help you, especially... I would encourage you all to just find for yourselves as many scriptures on giving and receiving and believing God for finances. Brother Wayne said this, when you give because you can't help it, oh, yeah. then you will receive because, because you, you can't, can't stop, stop it. it. I've heard him say that for decades, right. and I've lived it. I've lived right. it. If, 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 you, if, if you give because you can't help it, then you'll receive because you can't stop it. And God will see to it that your harvest is on the way. That's a principle that functions within the kingdom of God. That's as, that's as good as give and it shall be given back to you. You know, that's right in line with the scriptures. But Brother Wayne puts it in such a way when he goes into these churches where he has to teach on giving and there's stingy people sitting out there and maybe well, yeah. a stingy pastor. Well, yeah. But you've got to break into the consciousness of the human soul itself and begin to give people an expectation and a hope that God will move in their life if they will take the step. Oh, absolutely. And operate out of faith and right. not out of reason. Take the step of faith and begin to move with their money instead of just acting like, you know, the, 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 I know most people don't want to be greedy. Others may brag about that they are. But the main thing is that God wants to get involved with your finances and where whatever level of life you're blessed on, high or low, God can always take you higher. Right, and, and, and if you're operating you in faith, there's no limits. Time to do more. If you're operating out of reason, out right. of your head, and out right. of the circumstances, and out of right. the natural, then you know what your income is, and you know what your outgo is, and right. you know there's not enough. Right. But if you operate in faith, and operate the realms of faith, and operate right. the supernatural, then you know that there's absolutely no... Uh, no limits in God. And so I've taught for many, many years and, and continue to teach all over the world that there's there's two kinds of faith in giving. There's, there's obedient faith and then there's creative faith. And obedient faith is when you simply obey what God tells you to do. In other words, God says, I want you to give $100 and you've got $100. You know where it is. It's either in the bank or it's under the mattress or it's in the cookie jar or it's in mama's purse. You've, you've got $100. You know where it is. And God says, give it and you give that. And that's obedient faith, and that, and that works, and God will bless that. But then there's another realm in living to give in the supernatural that you can move into that I call creative faith. So there's obedient faith, and there's creative faith. Now, creative faith is that God tells you to, come to give something that you don't have. In other words, God knows he wants to give a certain amount, and he wants to give it through you. It's not your idea. It's his idea. And so God says, well, give $1,000. And you say, well, Lord, okay, I'm, I'm happy to do that, but I don't have $1,000. I don't know where I'd get $1,000. I don't have it in my pocket. I don't have it in the bank account. I don't have it under the mattress. I don't have it in the cookie jar. It's not in Mama's purse. Uh, I'll be glad to give it, but you're going to have to supply it supernaturally because I don't know where I'd get it from. But you go ahead and make the commitment and say, in the name of Jesus, with faith in God, I'm going to commit $1,000. And that's creative faith. Then God gets on the move, and he uh, moves into action to create that that you don't have. And so uh, you can, Jackie and I used to give, and Renee and I now give. Uh, we've given so much more 
in our creative faith than we have in our obedient faith because your obedient faith always has a limit to it. In other words, you know how much is in the bank. There's a limit there. You know how much money you're getting in your salary. There's a limit there. Uh, so that so so you're you're limited by uh, faith in the natural or giving in the natural or, or or obedient faith. You're limited to what you know that you have, and yet with with creative faith or supernatural uh, giving, then it's God's idea, not yours. And He said, "You know what? I think I want to give. I want you to give ten thousand, or five thousand, or a hundred thousand. I want you to give." And and you don't have a clue where in the world you could possibly come up with that. But God has said it. You know God said it, and you know He's good for it. So you make the commitment. Say, "All right, I'll give it," and then you depend on God to. Uh, bring it in. And then your part is that you have to give it once God brings it in. You can't say, oh man, look here, I got all this extra money. Maybe I need to go buy a new this or that. No, no, no. You've committed that and God's provided and then you go ahead and give it and then you get this supernatural harvest and abundance. And so that's what Brother Wayne was talking to us about, some of the things. And that's what he's lived all these many years. I've watched that man, him and Martha, uh, since I was 18 years old. I've watched them live to give. And then, of course, I moved into that. Jackie and I said, you know what? That's what we're going to do. That's the lifestyle we're going to embrace. And of course, that's a lifestyle that Renee and I have embraced. And we're, we're going to give something to somebody every day. That's right. And it's amazing how many people come along in life, if you're ready, like you've taught about having cash in your pocket. <laughs> when you've got cash in your pocket, not just quote-unquote plastic, then you're free to give all day long. You can give $20 here and 100 there and, and just, you know, like, like Martha has said about Wayne, he doesn't give tips or gratuities, he gives offerings. <laughs> and it's amazing how many, how many waiters and waitresses that you come in contact with, Bell and, and and workers in a in a place where you're doing business that that everybody is just in trouble. A lot of people are in trouble, and they, a lot of them are. they don't and, know where their next meal is coming they from. Don't, their next yeah. gas tank is tank of gas is coming from. Single moms, you know, all kinds of people. God had a, had a system of how He wants to do things, and He shared it with us. Even in the certainly in the Garden of Eden, but with Abraham, He said, "I'm going to bless you, so you can bless everybody else." Oh, that's exactly and He right. said, "Through Israel, I'm going to bless all the nations." So God's always tried to find a rock he could throw in a pond that would ripple out to everybody else. That's exactly and that's right. the that's the way I see it. If God blesses you, the ripple gets bigger. If God throws your little pebble in the pond, it'll ripple. But if he throws somebody in there that he can really, like Terry was saying, you're blessed to be a blessing and you understand the blessing concept, he can throw your good size hand rock into the pond and it'll ripple even bigger. So you have to start somewhere. But just start believing God for more. And that's the main thing the body of Christ needs to, needs to realize. If we're just going to church so that we can have quote-unquote services, and everybody comes out thinking, oh, I got so blessed, and I'm, I'm, it was a great service, and you go home, and you haven't changed your lifestyle, and you haven't changed your attitude, and you haven't changed your mindset to go higher thinking like God's thinking about things, then I don't know why people would even come back, because it's just a, a two-hour entertainment syndrome, sure. like watching a television show but if you're seeing the supernatural power of God um, really come to life in your own life and you're seeing miracles financial miracles you're seeing uh, people be blessed through your life that's what God intends for the body of Christ to be is that is that me as a single person can be blessed and then I bless others and then a husband and wife as they bless they can be blessed and bless others that the pot keeps getting bigger and the more you give into the church then that's a bigger rock to throw out there and they're able to give 
give to a lot of people where you're not able to give to maybe but two or three. But God wants to cause the people of God to prosper so that we can bless the world and be a witness because he, that's what Deuteronomy, you know, over there says that um, that God has caused us to prosper, uh, to get wealth so that he can prove who he is to the nations and that in turn wins souls. Oh, amen. That's the whole point of every exercise is we need to win souls and win That's the right. lost That's right. and win people to Jesus. It's amazing how if you give somebody $100, they like you. you know, <laughs> and then God, you can God talk knows, to them about Jesus. God knows more about money than anybody. And uh, unfortunately, the church thinks that the world knows more because the world deals with money and there's lots of rich people and there's lots of excesses and there's lots of stuff. And so the, the church looks at the world and says, man, they really know about money. No, 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 no. God knows more about money than anybody. Now, just because the church hasn't listened to him and hasn't operated in faith the way they should have doesn't mean that God doesn't know how to make all this stuff work. And so God operates uh, is a faith God. He operates by faith. He wants you to operate by faith. And so he causes us to give uh, in, in, in obedience and then he causes us to give creatively and uh, that's just an exciting world in which to live. I lived in that world a long, long time now uh, and, and you, even since we've been married, we're about to have our fourth anniversary as I said a while ago, but even since we've been married, you know, many times we've had these monstrous needs for cash right. uh, in the mission fields and other areas and and, uh, and I've always said to you the same thing. I said, well, God's got lots of money and he shares with us. God's got lots that's of money right. and he shares that's with right. us. God's got lots of money and he gives to us and we, we need to understand that, that God has lots of money and he understands how to make it work and how to make his system work in the world system. That's right. We're not trying to make the world system work. We're trying to make God's system work in the world system uh, because he knows more about it than anybody. No, that's true. So we encourage you today, the things that we've said today um, about the finances and about Brother Wayne Myers' ministry. Um, they give cars away. They gave like 11 cars away in a six or eight month period. Yeah, just this year. Just this year. And it's just been outstanding the things that they've done. They've paid for an auditorium for Christ for the Nations to be built in, in Columbia and just all the different things that they do. We're not just talking about you know little bits of money. We're talking about God has blessed them to be a blessing uh, to the world and missionaries around the world. So you know if God will do that for one man he'll do that for everybody. Single mom young people, uh, older people, elderly. It just requires faith. And if you'll use That's your right. faith, build your faith, believe God for finances, the wealth is in the earth and it can you find know, its way into your life. You know, Renee, all through the Bible, God's had a man or a woman That's right. or a group of men and a group of women or a group of men and women. He's always had some entity that would come along and save the day and come along and bail somebody out or come right. along and give and come along and take care of whatever needs to take care right. of. That's Sadly, right. for years, most Christians pray the prayer, God, send me the man. Right. God, send me the woman. God, send me the group of men and women. God, send me somebody to bail right. me out. And what our prayer should be is God, make me the man. God, make me the woman. God, make right. me a part of that group. I want to be the God, source. use me that I can be a source of blessing, that That's I can right. minister to people. And you, you can take some little widow lady without a job that can believe in millions of dollars uh, as opposed to somebody just working a regular job and thinking that's their source instead of thinking God's their source uh, and, and, and they can't ever do anything because they're limited to what they think is their source. You know, always going to church uh, realizing that there's people in there living by faith. 
I mean, you can do the same thing in Walmart or anywhere else, but it's church is an easy place to do it. Go in there, sit down in church, and just say, Lord, I know there's single moms in here that are maybe trying to buy their next tank of gas, or moms are trying to feed their kids breakfast tomorrow, uh, trying to pay their light bill. And, and God can show you somebody that you could walk up and hand $20 to or $50 to that would, that would change their, absolutely right. change their That's life right. and show them faith in God. That's right. If we're just always aware that people are living by faith. Well, it's the whole method that we preach the gospel is people have to have healthy bodies and they have to have money in their pocket to Absolutely. do the job for it. So we're here today to just uh, maybe help stimulate a vision for prosperity, health, and soul winning in your life. Yeah. Now, we're headed tomorrow to uh, South Dakota. That's true. Sioux Falls, South Dakota with Pastor Michael and, and uh, Vicki Bang, dear friends and partners for many, many years. And uh, I'm doing a, a men's conference on, I think, Friday and Saturday. And, and right. then, uh, then I'm ministering uh, there at the church on Sunday. And we love going up there and enjoy going up there and ministering for them. It's a wonderful them. place. And the very week after, September the 16th, that weekend, we'll be with Brian and Natalie Fitkin in, in Lake, Lake Charles. Charles. Louisiana, yeah. ministering for them. We invite yeah. you to come to that. In fact, Brian and Natalie just went to Mexico with us. It was Natalie's first time on an airplane and her first <laughs> time out of the country. And so it was a real experience to her, and she right. really enjoyed it. And then Brian and Natalie wonderful. came down. Pastor Wayne Hancock, our dear friends for over almost 30 years, uh, came with us uh, and was was there with us as well. And they were just so blessed to sit at Wayne's feet and Bob Nichols' feet and, and just to hear all the wisdom and, and tremendous things. But, uh, you know, we've got several. Uh, and after that, the week after that, we'll be in, in Tampa, Florida, or not in Tampa, but Puerto, uh, Punta Gorda, Florida, with our dear friends Bob and, and Ned Ramondo. And the very next weekend, the last weekend of September, we'll be in uh, Manitoba, Canada, just outside of Winnipeg in, in a right. town called Winkler, with dear friends, pastors Karen and Walter Inns. And that'll get us through September. But we've got yeah. three, we've got some major ministry uh, missions things that uh, we just ask you to bathe in prayer with us. Our, our next our next big trip that's out of the country that's, uh, that's going to be our big outlay of money because we're bringing in pastors and paying for their uh, uh, expenses or paying for their food and helping them financially will be Malta. And Malta is always exciting because uh, Malta in the Bible was Melita. It was called the Isle of Melita where Paul was shipwrecked and shook the snake off in the fire and they changed the name to Malta. And it's a delight to minister there. And uh, we're using the building for our dear friends, Gordon uh, uh, Monche. Uh, and his sweet wife, Mariella, and going to be ministering the Word of God to pastors uh, that are going to be coming from Europe and from Africa because Malta sits out in the Mediterranean between Europe and Africa. And so there'll be pastors there from Spain, from Italy, from Greece, uh, from the UK. I mean, there'll be, there'll be pastors there from Europe. And then there'll be pastors coming from Egypt and from Tunisia in Africa and nowhere else, wherever else God's going to talk to somebody and speak to somebody and prick their heart and have them come and be there. We're going to minister the word of life to them, the word of faith to them, uh, give them a boost and a shot to go back and declare the word of God and stand up strong. And so uh, that's our next big truth. That's going to be over Thanksgiving holidays. We'll miss Thanksgiving again, Renee. That's right. Uh, we missed it last year by being in the South Pacific, and we missed it this year by being in Malta. And then coming up in, in the spring this next year, we'll be in four different nations in the South Pacific. We'll be in New Zealand, we'll be in Samoa, we'll be in Fiji, and we'll be in Vanuatu. Right. Uh, and then we've got a major trip coming up that I want you all to pray about and bathe in prayer. And I'm not going to say the name of the country right now because it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Uh, it's a Middle Eastern country. Uh, needless to say, it's a it's a, a nation of Islam. And uh, and we're, we're expecting to have, we've got our faith on and we've been pretty well assured 
Lord that we'll have 50,000 people uh, to minister to, 50,000. So uh, bathe that in prayer, not only for the finances for us to cover all those expenses and pay for all those the crusade and all those pastors coming in to teach and train, um, but also just pray for protection for the crowd, uh, for us. Uh, they, they've been known to come into those crusades with suicide vests and bombs, and they've been known to, to attack the place with guns. And I've just got my faith out that uh, my God's bigger than their God, and, and uh, that we're protected and we're safe right. and that we're standing in the spiritual authority and dominion. But we'd ask our partners to pray. Those are three tremendous meetings, Malta uh, and then uh, the South Pacific. And then the Middle Eastern nation that at this moment, I'm not going to say where it is, because uh, sometimes you don't want to give these guys any warning that you're going to be there until, until you get there. So uh, just continue to pray for that and believe God with us on that. And uh, as it gets closer to time, then we'll, we may share with you where it's at, but certainly we'll share with you after we get home. Uh, but sometimes you kind of want to get in there, get your job done and get out before they know you're there. So those are three tremendous things to pray for. You know, last week on our podcast, Renee, we had our dear friends, Patty and James Akui, yes. with us, and we talked about their ministry, Uttermost Witness, in right. Samoa, and the ship that they have there, a 100-foot ship that they reach all those islands with, and people that have the never heard the gospel. Uttermost uh, Witness. The name of the ship is Uttermost Witness. And so uh, we we had them on last week, and we just want you to remember them, hook up with them in prayer, hook up with them in finances, and uh, let's just all take on that ship and believe God that we can support the uttermost witness because it takes 600 gallons of diesel to fill it up, and then right now they've 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 dry docked it to get the to, to paint it and to get the barnacles off of it, and now there's some metal work they're doing. So so you know, I just take one partner and say, hey, I'll take care of that, or one business, or one organization, or one ladies group or men's group. Say, so, you know what, we're going to take that on as a project but uh, anyway we love you and uh, we're excited about what god's that's doing right. and uh, we want you just to bathe those things in prayer that's right you can just do that we appreciate your agreement again you can find us at terrymize.com terrymizeministries.org and any information you need is right there if you need to contact us we'd love to hear from you we appreciate all of our partners that are out there yes, believing god and standing with us and sending in offerings it's such a, a blessing to have Folks that stand with you and and share the load of, of the ministry with you. Oh, absolutely. Well, anyway, we've got to go today. And you know, we, this year with my fiftieth year, we've just been having people just write us the most great cards and letters. Oh, it's and been wonderful. Send personal very offerings kind. and just very very uh, kind. Express how that uh, somehow I've touched them or blessed them in fifty years that's of right. ministry, and that's just been so great to read all those cards, all those testimonies, all those letters, all those emails, all those texts, and to see the see the, the communication come in. And of course, we certainly appreciate the personal offerings. That that's right. Give right. me personal offerings, give me personal gifts, which that's, isn't necessary, but it sure is sweet when people do it. But uh, we do love you, and it's, it's we're finishing up this 50-year really strong and uh, going to knock it out of the park in Malta in November and December. And uh, so we're excited. And then, of course, you know, it'll be 2019, and we're going to hit the ground running with wow. blood in our eye, with yeah. fire in our bones, uh, with our sword, our sword in both hands, and, and uh, we're taking this thing for King Jesus. Right That's here. right. That's right. God bless you all. We love you dearly, and we pray for you, too. You have a great week, and remember, you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. <laughs> Amen. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.
This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.